What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 9 of the QO Sports Network podcast. I'm Adam Gawkin, and today we interviewed Josh Weitzman. He is a sophomore at Quince Orchard, and we talked about his time with the QO lacrosse team and some Quince Orchard club hockey, just kind of what that program is like for the club and everything with that. So I hope you all enjoy. It's a very short episode today, no second segment, but I hope you all enjoy. And tune back in next week. They're now welcoming on Josh Weitzman. He's a sophomore at Quince Orchard, plays lacrosse and also ice hockey, which we'll talk about later. Even though it's not a technically Quince Orchard sports, still a club, we're going to talk about that. So, uh, Josh, welcome in. Yep, thanks for having me, Adam. Yeah, of course. So, as I said, we're going to start off talking about some QL lacrosse. And you made the team as a freshman and... You know, my first question about that is, you know, how what's that like to be on the team as a freshman, you know, being a couple of years younger than a lot of the other guys? Oh, yeah. I feel like the little kid for the uh, bigger boys. I'm just like the smallest one out there. Feel felt like besides like Zach Krause. Mm-hmm. And it just felt different. It felt unique in a way. Yeah. And, you know, you are one of the smaller guys, but you know, your stick skills and stuff is really able to overcome that. Is that something that you also kind of use as motivation to, you you know, that you're smaller, but you, do you try and kind of prove guys wrong, even though, you know, you're not the biggest guy that you can, you know, beat them? Um, yeah, I would have to say, yeah, stick skills play a major part in our, in my game, at least. I feel like I use my size to my advantage. Like I sort of play like a bigger dude out there in a way, but I also know my boundaries, I feel like. Yeah, and, you know, you, you could say lacrosse is kind of a sport where sometimes being smaller can kind of help you a bit. Yeah, for you know, sure. You know, you're doing stuff kind of like inside rolls and some special moves around the crease, you know, that can help, definitely. Yeah, and, like, if you play club or whatever, you sort of know, like, your boundaries, like what you can and can't do compared to, like, bigger kids or whatever, or even in high school. So just being small, like, it really didn't affect me that much besides in the weight room. Yeah, and, you know, you just mentioned kind of playing club, you know, up until, you know, high school for club, you played defensive midi, right? You didn't play attack. What was that transition like to go from being, you know, a defensive midfielder to then being on the offensive side in high school and playing attack? Uh, it was crazy. I love attack so much. I, I've, like, been trying to play attack, except my stick skills weren't good enough for club or whatever to play attack. So I got put on defensive midi, and I just grew for the past, like, five or six years or whatever I just been growing at the defensive position learning what like kids can and can't do like how easy it is for me as a short stick to just like strip a kid and my game has just grown so much as a attackman now at QL it's different I like yeah, it and how much do you think that helps you to you know know what a defenseman's gonna do also while playing offense I think just on a, another side note we were talking about this me and Ben Stroger in the last episode about you know, for some football guys playing both ways, but that can also translate to lacrosse. How do you think playing defensive media has helped you grow into a better attackman? Oh, um, I feel like it impacts, like, all sports in a way. I mean, just think about it. You get the, like, you could have the offensive capabilities while also knowing what the defense, like, wants to do. It's, like, mm-hmm. going to do, like, the, for lacrosse, if I'm, like, dodging one way, I'm going to sort of know, like, the slide packages coming, that people are going to come to me 
if I like beat my man compared like the other way around if I'm playing what was it I just said offense if I'm playing defense sort of know like what the attackman's gonna look for if like they're gonna pass a ball or shoot it yeah lacrosse is one of those sports where it's almost like half of it is a mind game yeah and you know coming in right away um you know I remember the first couple scrimmages were against some you know really big teams you know out in like Anne Arundel County did that at all kind of get in your head that you're going up against guys that are twice your size or is that not something that really affects you at all um not it, it's not that bad because for club like we have um like holdbacks and everything two or three years like of holdbacks or just even a year of a holdback so mm-hmm. it wasn't that impactful but of course high school size is bigger and I remember my first summer league game for whatever when I was like right after eighth grade or whatever I went to summer league and mm-hmm. I threw a bad pass the first ball and I was like oh my this is how this is gonna go mm-hmm. because I was just so like intimidated I looked at Justin Gold Sam Neal and all of them and I was like wow but mm-hmm. as the workouts went on I realized that yeah they're bigger than me but yeah it's just like I had more stick skills in them it felt like yeah, and now kind of moving into the future of the lacrosse team, how do you think that, you know, you can help out the team in the future? And, you know, kind of beyond that, what do you see as the future of the team? You know, how do you see it going in the next couple of years, even um, if there's not a season next year? I think that we're going to be good. Like, this coming year, we're going to be really good. And next year, up until Anthony Spano, Tony graduates that mm-hmm. year. We're going to be really good. And I don't even know, like, the incoming 7th and 8th graders now, like the Brick Boys or whatever. We're just going to be good. Like, we're going to start to grow more into, like, a Churchill-type spirit of a lacrosse team, I feel like. Yeah, you you know, you're great. And, you know, kind of the grade below you, there are a lot of guys who actually do play lacrosse, right? Yes. It's a bit different, you know. My grade, the current juniors, and above that, there was really only, you know, two, three guys each year that had come into high school playing. So, you know, having more guys every year really helps a lot, definitely. Yeah, and plus we got, like, those football boys, like, Zach Zarchin, who's, like, crazy at footwork or whatever. Like, I wish yeah. I was him. I bet everyone does. <laughs> like, if we could teach him how to, like, play lacrosse in a way from JV, we'll just be so good. Yeah, that's something that I was talking about a couple weeks ago when we had Anthony Spano, you know, Tony, as we like to call him on the podcast, you know. If you can get those guys, like, Zach Zarchin, like in the past, um, John Chornock and his younger brother Aiden's looking like he's gonna play. Yeah, Aiden's and, a you beast. Know, all yeah, all of those guys. If you can teach him stick skills, that's gonna put Quince Orchard so much in a higher position. Just because you're gonna be better athletes than some of the other schools like Churchill and in a sport like lacrosse, you know, whoever has the best athletes on a good day can beat a team with good stick skills. You know, just because. Stuff like ground balls and lacrosse yeah, half of playing bully ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And so I think now I'm gonna, you know, move on a bit from the lacrosse team and now talk a bit of QO hockey. So hockey, as everyone knows, is interesting at the high school level. It's not an official sport. It's technically a club sport. And so, you know, this is the QO sports. You know, we're gonna talk about a bit of a QO club technically, but you know, kind of how how is it different from playing an actual sport at QO? Just to start things off, kind of a basic, just is there any major differences that you can tell? 
Um, we don't get funding from the school or from Montgomery County public schools or whatever, which is different. But for right now, COVID, it's benefiting us because as of right now, we're having a season. Mm-hmm. So our first game, I think, is in two or three weeks, actually, which is like very exciting. But we just don't get funding and everything else is basically the same, it feels like. Yeah, and that is a really two really big things you know one you don't get funding but then at the same time maybe you guys do have a chance to play soon hopefully you do and um, i believe i think it's howard county's already started and they've been doing pretty decent in hockey yeah and you know it's kind of a trade-off but at the same time you'll get to play and you know if you were funded by the school and all that stuff maybe you wouldn't and i've heard rumors that there's you know maybe some schools around the state that do get a bit of funding from schools and because of that they might not be able to play but you know there's definitely some upsides to in this situation to not being funded i bet you know when it comes to not covid you'd like the money but yeah right now we're being benefited from it but in the past i don't think so much we're just like a new team for hockey we always been combined with northwest which was very i don't like know how to describe it because i wasn't at the school when it happened but from what I hear, it was very weird in a way to like go play hockey with kids at like from a different school from your rival school, but just mm-hmm. different and compete against other public schools as one. Yeah, and especially because there are some guys that play hot like you. You know, you play hockey, then you also play another sport, and you might be a teammate with someone from Northwest during hockey season, and then right after that, you're playing against them in lacrosse season. So you know, that was definitely I've heard a bit of a strange scenario it's been a decent amount of time since Kyo's had its own team and when it comes to the Kyo team you know what's the team look like now how good are you guys right now and how strong do you think the future is oh I think this is our strongest year since the team has like been created we just have like such great talent with Tyler Eister Dylan Eister Brandon Cavey we just have such a good year and like Anthony Spano even plays ice hockey. Mm -hmm. He just plays bully ice hockey out there, and it's really funny to watch. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if you met him or whatever. He just pushes kids around. It's really fun to watch. I think hockey's the best sport out there to watch. It's so entertaining. Yeah, it's very entertaining to watch. And, you know, like you said, Tyler Reister, he was first team all state last year right um yeah i forget what his award was but i think he his brother finished fifth in the points for the league Mm -hmm. last year and i think he finished second or first maybe i can't tell remember from trevor um from trevor gutman who plays for rm Mm -hmm. like they were back and forth the whole season i forget who finished yeah and his brother dylan who's in your grade a sophomore he got injured near the end of the season and you know that was pretty devastating to you guys right because you were kind of in the middle of a playoff rush and very close to making it yeah we had to win one game out of the last three but Dylan's such a huge part in our team that we struggled without him like it was just so hard we lost to uh Whitman Churchill and Damascus and we just needed to beat one of them to make the playoffs but we couldn't do it without Dylan yeah I I believe I was at the Churchill game where it was like the late a day and the start time was like 10.30 p.m. Yeah, start times are crazy. And, I mean, it's just you could tell that you guys were just short bench that game and, you know, losing one of your best players did not help. And, yeah, the start times are a bit crazy. You know, you guys play some games at like 
10 o'clock starting at like 10 9 11 and then some that are like four o'clock on wednesdays you know how weird is that to you guys to you know kind of play games that start that late and how does it kind of affect you in general when it comes to you know kind of also training for other sports does it make it harder to then put in time playing lacrosse or is it something that you know you feel like that you can do kind of simultaneously um so I feel the start times, I'm just so used to it because, like, I play club as well and same with, the like, a bunch of people on the team or what have you. And we mm-hmm. just get used to it because, like, as we get older, the start time, like, gets pushed back because, like, there's not enough rinks or whatever to all go at one time. Like, I'm sure in Canada there is enough rinks mm-hmm. because, like, there are enough yeah. fields to play across here or whatever. But, like, it's just so different in a way like I get off of off of school and I come home do my homework then at like 7 30 or whatever last year Jared Caton who was a senior who went to Radford I believe yeah his dad's yeah the coach, right? uh-huh. Mr. Caton coach Caton and mm-hmm. he went to Radford and he would come pick me and Jack Pizer up who's also a freshman and we'd yeah. go get noodles before we play mm-hmm. so it was like a yeah. different experience and I'm not like haven't played a high school cross game yet so, for, like, a real season game. So, I really can't mention much about it. But, yeah, from what I hear, the start times are more normal. They're a more normal time. They're, like, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock. Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess talking about, you know, you, of course, didn't have that season last year because of COVID. How... How did how are you personally handling that? You know, kind of lose your freshman season. How hard was that? Oh, it was hard. It was real hard. Um, mm-hmm. just not having a season, just going to all those workouts and playing fall league games and all those box games and everything, just really hurt. After like going through all that, just finding out, I actually found out during the middle of one of our scrimmages against Leganor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it was right before the scrimmage started. Yeah, Howard County. We were lining up to do the national anthem, and they said that we're gonna have off school for a couple. Yeah, of weeks. I was like, okay, whatever. We'll get back. We'll start our season. It won't be that bad. But here we are. It just really hurt because, like, I played that game like, oh, whatever, right? Just like something just happened, so now we have to stop for a little. But. Yeah, remember, we were lining up to do the handshakes, like, at the beginning of the game, like, we all line up. Mm -hmm. Nobody shook hands because, like, we didn't want to transmit disease or whatever or the virus, what have you. Yeah, that was was crazy. And how have you adjusted your training, um, you know, when it comes to all sports to COVID? And, you know, are you, like, how how much are you still working out? And, you know, are, are you kind of really just focusing on one sport? Or are you, like, putting time into hockey, too, or... How's that kind of working for you right now? Um, so I feel like my life has gone pretty much the same without school. Like lacrosse is still happening in the summertime. Um, rednecks don't really care about the like COVID requirements that much. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, all the lacrosse tournaments are in like country yeah. places and farms. I remember I had a lacrosse tournament once right next to a gun. Yeah, those are scary. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, those rednecks just don't really care about it. And then for hockey, if you go up north or whatever, like, they don't really Mm -hmm. care that much. We can't play any games in Montgomery County. We're, like, the only county on the whole, like, east coast, it feels like, that's, like, not allowing games Mm -hmm. to happen or whatever, which is crazy. 
So do you guys know, so I think you said that as of now, it looks like Montgomery County is going to start playing hockey soon. Does, are you guys going to have to play your games out in like Skate Frederick or, you know, are you hoping that you'll be able to play at like, you know, like the Montgomery like Hockey Plex or one of those places? Um, I hope we're... Or is that just kind of unknown? Yeah, it's sort of unknown in a way. I hope we're able to play at like Montgomery or whatever, but I had one game in Montgomery County against a Reston team, and it was no checking, which mm-hmm. really felt like I was back in second grade. So, <laughs> I, in a way, I hope yeah. they're out so I could actually play hockey. But in a way, I hope they're in. And it's not like fans could even come and watch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, this is just something that I'm personally wondering because I've seen that some leagues are transitioning to no checking for COVID. What's that like to play hockey where you can't just – normally go and hit guys and you know kind of just like how weird is that oh it's it's awful you go because like ever since i think it's sixth grade you're like allowed to hit kids or whatever so you build like natural instincts so you can like act on certain things right to go hit the kid or not Mm -hmm. to hit him or poke check what have you but like when there's no checking your brain like shuts down completely right like if i'm lining a kid up to hit him and i realize oh crap i can't hit him I'll have, like, a brain fart, yeah. and I'll still hit him. It just doesn't feel normal. And how does the actual game itself change? Is there, like, I guess, different – like, I guess, are they higher scoring at all without checking? Because, like, you can't just go and completely stop someone? Or from a fan's perspective and from what you see, I guess, when you're sitting on the bench not playing, does it look different? Does it look look super different, or is it really more of just the mentality of the people? Um, I would say the intensity has just gone down a whole different level because you're used to, like, the big hits and everything. But now there's, like, mm-hmm. it hasn't gone that far down because normally, like, when you want to dangle someone, like, go around them with a the puck or whatever, like, you're usually, like, mm-hmm. at risk of getting hit, but now kids do it left and right. So, like, we cheer on the bench or whatever. And because the defender yeah. can't really do anything, it's like playing gr- like girls lacrosse. Can't hit them. Can't do yeah, anything. That's that's an interesting. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess when you think about it, that actually could be a very similar thing. And then I guess you could then also say, kind of like you mentioned, it's more of a game of finesse. Yeah, it's more of a game of skill, physicality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think that's all the questions I have. Thank you so much for coming yep, on, Josh. For sure. Thank you for having me, Adam. All right. Awesome. Have a great day. Good luck to you guys in the hockey season.